Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Simply Too Many Crumbs. I'm Eli, your resident white but not rich male. And I am disappointed in Amber Heard's lawyers as well as your host, Brianna. And if you expected us to talk about that whole trial, um, we simply do not care enough, and it is just utterly ridiculous, so we're not going to talk about it. I object. Hearsay. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, that was your question. Uh, (laughs) I've, I've seen so many videos and stuff just railing on like her lawyers it's so funny it's 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 extremely funny and i feel bad for the dude i really do but he is uh not the man or mans we will be talking about <laughs> at least one of them is going to be elon musk and he bought twitter yeah that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely insane because the man just was like okay listen here I got this money from this company, the small little company called Tesla. You may have heard about it. And I would love to buy this for this amount of money. And what was it? Like 42 million billion, something like that. Dude is a genius. I mean, come on. (laughs) Absolute big brain move. (laughs) Biggest. I'm sure a lot of you know this, but and I'm sure a lot of you guys heard about this, but he only bought 9.2%, which makes him the largest shareholder. Then he bought Twitter also, but <laughs> keeps him out of that like inner circle of people. So he's still open to do like whatever he wants. Yeah, he 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 holds all the power while holding very little of it. <laughs> it's very impressive. It, it is very impressive. Uh, if you guys would like to hear some of his just amazing <sighs> tweets. <laughs> just chef kiss uh, with the italian hand I'm, after april 27th next i'm buying coca-cola to put the cocaine back in <laughs> when i saw this i'm like is this fake <laughs> is this fake and then i realized it was real i was like this man is the literal best thing about elon musk is he if you hear he said something it's probably true <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much because he says he says some wacky stuff. And another one, uh, he shared a, either a previous tweet of his or someone else shared it, and he uh, found it. Um, it read, now I'm going to buy McDonald's and fix all the ice cream machines. And he replied, listen, I can't do miracles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, somebody had <laughs> photoshopped his original tweet that said um, he was buying Coca-Cola and made it say that. <laughs> And I just find that extremely funny. Elon Musk may be the richest man in the world, but he cannot make McDonald's fix their ice cream <laughs> machine. Why are there ice cream machines like always broken? Because it just seems like you just pull up to one and it's like, hey, can I get some ice cream? It's like, sorry, it's broken, sir. It's like, <laughs> what caused... They don't want to clean it. They just really... <laughs> They're... Look. In their defense, they are... They have no defense. They should just make ice cream. Um, <laughs> In their defense. There is no defense. Make my ice cream. And it's sad because they don't even, their ice cream isn't even like. The best? It doesn't taste like ice cream. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like, it's like you know it's McDonald's ice cream by the taste of it. And that's not how ice cream should be. <laughs> I don't know what they put in there. Well, it's like you can know the difference between McDonald's ice cream and a Frosty from Wendy's. 
but also being give me the sauce McDonald's. Give me the sauce you put in your ice cream. Give it to me. You're not giving it to me <laughs> anytime I ask. <laughs> Whatever there's special sauces that makes it taste wrong. <laughs> I wanna know. I wanna know what love is. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Tell me please. I wanna know. Oh gosh. There... Yeah, Elon Musk can't fix that. <laughs> yeah. He can't even fix his child's name. <laughs> Are we sure he wasn't like high or drunk or something? Ash, right? Like his his they literally named their kid after like their favorite aircraft. <laughs> or they named their kid after their favorite uh Pokemon character. <laughs> <laughs> but decided, you know what? Guys, I want Pokemon's this. Gonna copyright this, guys. Guys, Pokemon's gonna copyright this. We have to. We can't. We gotta do something else. <laughs> we can't have this. This is the, this is the anime kid. We uh um name them X E. Hey guys, this is the kid. This is the kid from that anime. <laughs> <laughs> See this right here. This is Ash. <laughs> Ash ketchup. <laughs> Ash Musk. <laughs> oh, uh. I've never said the name like that. Ew. No, that does not sound good. <laughs> oh, that's not great. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mush, mush, mush. Elon Musk, get your stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. You know who else is rich and white? Bruce Wayne. But the movie we're going to be talking about isn't even about him. <laughs> that's right, guys. It's the Batman. <laughs> Is the Batman, where Bruce Wayne is not even a focal point, <laughs> which I quite enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy. Bruce Wayne it. is not in this movie, guys. It is only it's Batman. Just Batman. It is just Batman. It's just May. <laughs> know who else is rich and white? Bruce Wayne. Don't worry, guys. The movie we're gonna talk about isn't even about him. That's right. It's the Batman. <laughs> it's the Batman. <laughs> He's gonna get you. Do something wrong. And... That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> it's the bat. <laughs> I think it's a really good like coming of age. Batman story. It's like right after he. <laughs> it's like right after he comes out of college. So it's like before he's still like this angsty, angry kid. So I really like that Bruce Wayne isn't really part of it that much because still transitioning like he's still becoming justice versus vengeance <laughs> which i think is really cool. yeah well it, it's his this is his second year being batman and he's just now by the end of the movie um realizing that gotham might need a little bit more than the batman that there might be something to having a bruce wayne almost persona because it's not really who he is. Batman has mm -hmm. basically become who he is. Bruce Wayne has become the mask as a very cliche statement about Batman, but it really is true. <laughs> what did you like most and what did you hate the most? Okay, I'm going to start off with what I didn't like the most because I have a lot more to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like the Joker. And... Going off that, I did not like that the Joker was even in this movie. Because I did not feel like he needed to be. At all. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much about 
the actor. Um, I think how you say his last name is Cohen, Barry Cohen, I think. Um, uh, the only other movie <laughs> that the two of us has seen him in is Eternals. So, <laughs> not a great... <laughs> Not a great track record with us, but um, you know I don't really have much to go off of besides that. Um, he was doing an okay job when he was um, in the Batman. He was in one scene and a deleted scene that they eventually showed um, afterwards. The direction they're taking with this character and what they told him to act like basically just seems like a Heath Ledger impression because there was times in the deleted scene where I felt like it could have just been Heath Ledger saying these lines and it wouldn't be different. Um, yeah. One last thing. It, it felt very forced. Yes, very, very much so. Very much so felt forced, especially his laugh. His laugh mm-hmm. is the second worst. <laughs> Jared Leto still has the worst laugh. <laughs> he still holds. I don't know what you're talking about. Brown crown of worst gro- Joker laughs, but <laughs> <laughs> he he has a very close second worst. It is. It it just <laughs> sounds like he's out of air, and it doesn't sound real or authentic. Where even. <clears throat> If you're going by like Joaquin Phoenix, which was a very different interpretation, it still felt like his laugh was feasible. Um, stuff like um, stuff that I did like was everything. I I liked pretty much everything <laughs> about the movie. Um, I liked what it took from like the comics. I won't go into that because that would be leading into spoilers. Um, but there's different things they took from the comics and just the overall feel of the movie. Um, I really liked mm-hmm. and everybody that they cast was great as their characters. They were, uh, except for one person. Here's what I didn't oh. like. Catwoman. <laughs> let's have a, let's have a little, really? this might be slightly unpopular opinion. Um, she was not playful enough at all. Like, the entire movie had a very serious undertone, which is fine. But I feel like Catwoman should have brought some of that playfulness into it. I, I agree. in general, she's a very... I, and I know it was, I know it was like, the start of her also, and that kind of thing. But there was no, like... I don't know. I feel like it could have been played on a lot more, and I wish it had been. I felt like that was missing a bit. Because you can have a serious movie and still have, like some slightly comedic elements and there wasn't really a lot of that in this there wasn't so i feel like it kind of even if it's just a tiny there was a little there was very few moments i feel like the penguin was 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 a very comedic character like it could have been yeah i think they just needed a a tiny tiny bit more of like even of awkwardness between them or something there it felt first of all Bruce Wayne looked like a creepo (laughs) (laughs) replaying that one clip of her. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I feel like they could have had, yeah, they could have had a little better chemistry in general, I feel. And I feel like that could have been played on a little bit more. I can agree Um, with that. 
I and do feel like she was a pretty good Catwoman. Just, I feel like the the, yeah, she the was. script it was just could have allowed her to be more playful. Yeah, and she also could have made some more actor choices. Probably more what I'm focused on. I feel like she herself could have done it. just a couple more things. That's fair. That's a fair statement. It was, it was a little too serious of a movie for me. And I know Batman's like serious and everything, but like, and when you have the Joker in the movie, that's what brings out the comedic side, even though it's like horrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it still it brings in a little something. And the the jokes that they kept in, well, the like the very few that they kept in at the very end, were not very good. I, my favorite, my favorite part of the movie, my favorite part of the movie, I'm not going to spoil it. I laughed at one of the Riddler's friends. He says, don't lose your head. <sighs> and it's, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Okay. I wasn't ready. It is so wrong. It is so wrong that you laughed at that. Because oh. <laughs> it... it... <laughs> It wasn't even, like, supposed to just be, like, a laugh-out-loud moment. It was just... He just said it in passing. I, but I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I think I was the only person that did. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you're the only person that laughed at the Riddler saying that. But, yeah. That was my uh, favorite part of that. <laughs> Best part of the movie. Yeah. And also, in that same area, there's a slight effects error. Oh? So, I'm not going to get super specific. But if you look, watch closely, my brother pointed it out to me. An explosion is supposed to happen a little higher than it does. If you watch, look at the ground when it happens. Because it's the wrong placement for the explosion. <laughs> oh. I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're being very vague. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have to be. I don't want to spoil yeah. it for you guys. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. If you if you watch that one part, look at where the, the bomb actually is. And then look at where the explosion occurs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty funny. That, 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 that's a small error, but that's not really like a... Oh my gosh, this is such a big error small, in the plot. But really funny. Like this ruins the whole movie. It's just a small little funny thing. I wouldn't have noticed it if he had exactly. pointed it out to me. Like anybody wouldn't really, really <laughs> notice that at all. It just like it, it's like a, a small light <laughs> nitpick. They're, they're the only bad things I have to say about this movie are small. Yeah, definitely. There was nothing there was nothing major that I was mm -hmm. like, that's really bad. I actually really enjoyed it. It was all minor yeah. things that yeah. tweaked. You think we're ready for some questions? I think so. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, number one. Run. Um, this is a threat. <laughs> this isn't a question. This is a threat. Is this a threat or a promise? <laughs> is this a threat or a promise? <laughs> are we promising that you are going to run? Or are you saying run? <laughs> you guys are going to run away from us <laughs> this is okay we think this is like that we think we think this is a threat it's actually a prophecy it's a, prof <laughs> it's a prophecy that you're gonna run away from this podcast <laughs> i hate to tell you now <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to run away from no wait no <laughs> come back <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh. That's funny. Uh, question two is um, what's y'all's MBTI personality types? Um, mine. You real quick explain yes. what that is before yes, you jump sorry. in. Yes, sorry. Um, there's personality types that basically group people together based on their personalities. Um, it's relatively popular, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, it, it does have some truth to it. There's actually a really interesting documentary. Um, I forget what it's called, but um, it talks about it and really applies it to the real world and how it actually affects what jobs huh. you can get. Uh, so it it's interesting, and there is a lot of truth to it. Doesn't mean everything about is true because obviously putting people in boxes yeah. never works. But uh, just for a little explanation. The MBTI specifically has 16 different personality types that it groups people into. So Yeah, mine is um, a... Forget the podcast. Um, I'm an ENFP-T, which apparently means extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting. Which is interesting. <laughs> Which is supposed to be a what they call a campaigner. Friendly and outgoing, campaigners are devoted to enriching their relationships with their social lives. In their unique way, campaigners can be quite introspective. They can't help but ponder deeper, deeper meaning and significance in life, even when they should be paying attention to something else. How accurate do you um, feel that is to you? It's pretty accurate. Um, I, I was reading through some of the things that they were, um, talking about and, and I felt like some of them, um, were like very accurate to what I feel like I am. And some of them were like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> that ain't it chief. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's a pretty okay test. I'm not one for the taking the internet tests i've taken a couple um i've done like the pottermore um thing and a few like marvel stuff but other than that i'm not a big fan of them <laughs> but yeah and i am an infj um that means introversion intuition feeling and judgment are my four biggest things um and i'm the rarest type so get on her level <laughs> Um, yeah, please. <laughs> I'll go ahead and read the description for this one. I'm also known as an advocate. For advocate personalities, success doesn't come from money or status, but from seeking fulfillment, helping others, and being a force for good in the world. <laughs> advocates, may be, advocates may be introverted, but they value deep, authentic relationships with others. Two things bring these personalities as much joy as truly knowing another person and being known in return. I feel like that's relatively accurate. I'm not like a big money person. Like I don't, I wouldn't get a job just, I mean, obviously <laughs> you get a job for money, but like there's other things. I like advocating for people. I, and Eli will tell <laughs> you, I, <laughs> I will go on like endless rants about things I get angry about that have to do yes. with people problems. That's why I really love short. Sh- Constantly. Stories. It's a problem. I, I think it's, I think it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's pretty yeah. accurate for me. 
And on the rarest, so that makes me just. <laughs> she's special, it. guys. She's she's not like the other girls. I'm <laughs> uh, uh. so quirky and different, guys. <laughs> on my level. Uh, oh gosh. And our next question is: What is something you guys do to make long distance easier? Um, this podcast—that's one of the things. Um, we we do. I mean, part of the reason we even came up with it was to just like enjoy. I mean, obviously to share more with you guys, but yeah, just hang out more and talk about stuff we like. Talk, to talk about, about things that interest us. Um, we do. We video call a lot. Um, mm-hmm. watch, watch like YouTube videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, movies such as the horrible Pinocchio one that she made me sit through. <laughs> but yeah. Don't worry, guys. We're going to do... There's a couple of Pinocchio movies coming out this year. So I'm uh, just going off on a little tangent for a second. Um, we're going to go ahead and do a Pinocchio super episode once we see all of those. Because uh, why, why not? And <laughs> for some reason, 2022 is the year of the Pinocchio <laughs> Um, I don't think that was supposed to um, Pinocchio. be what 2022. I don't think that that is the sign. I don't think that's the astrological sign. But it is now. Uh, <laughs> some other things we do is my one of my biggest things is planning when we're going to see each other next. Uh, just because if you don't really have a plan for it, it's like, is it going to be three months, six months? I mean, hopefully not longer than that ever. Uh, we try to keep it around three months, but that's it's it's hard. I mean, it it's expensive. Yeah. It's it's hard. <laughs> but knowing at least having an idea of when we might see it does again really helps a lot. Um, onto a very 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 less serious topic. <laughs> um, what are some hills you would die on? <laughs> like silly ones. <laughs> um. What oh, the hell um, you I'm would going die on? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> this is a very silly one. Um, I was raised a Christian young boy, so um, one of the <laughs> uh, shows that I was allowed to watch when I was younger was Veggie Tales, and my hill that I will most surely die on is Veggie Tales. Is awesome and will always be awesome. <laughs> Because it is. It's just fun. It's cheesy. It's a little cringy at times. But yet again, it's content made to um, show the Bible in ways that young kids can enjoy and stuff. So (laughs) it also does stories that would normally be super inappropriate for kids and completely makes it okay for them. It is very intriguing to see what they use in their content. If you ever have free time, go check out their <laughs> Instagram because they post like they're not meant to look like memes. <laughs> it's oh supposed God. to be like inspirational. I, I mean, it, they, use, they do VeggieTale inspirational quotes. <laughs> it is the best is thing so you'll ever experience. And I do follow their account. <laughs> I will gladly proclaim to the world <laughs> that I follow the official ve- <laughs> VeggieTales account. And it's amazing. And I will never feel sorry for it. What's a hill that you will most surely die on? Uh, I think the hill that I'm going to die on is women aren't funny. I have never met a funny woman 
<laughs> it's okay, guys. She can say this. She's one of them. Except that I'm the only funny one, just so you guys know. Um, I'm the I'm the rarest personality type. I'm obviously just going to be different. From what she's guys, the so. rarest one, so of course, you know, she's going to be funny. Women, women aren't funny. I have never heard a woman say a funny joke. I've never laughed at a woman's joke. In fact, if you laugh at any of my jokes, you're going to get arrested oh, because it's um, against the law. I think that if I'm going to be arrested for laughing <laughs> at your jokes, then this podcast will most certainly make me go to jail because <laughs> I laugh at pretty much any joke we make. The hill I die on is women aren't funny. Have you seen a funny female comedian? When was the last time you saw one? And can you tell me um, her name? I can't. Uh, Angela Johnson. She's a very funny, very funny female comedian. <laughs> I just want you. To you know. haven't even seen her stuff. It doesn't matter. Women can't be. Funny. Oh gosh. I refuse. Wow. <laughs> that is my hill. That is my hill that I die on. Women are not funny. Period. <laughs> and one of my favorite questions is up next from one of my favorite people. Um. Opinion on hyenas, vultures, and or scavenger animals. Take it away. I, I guess they're cool. Um, <laughs> they're, they feed off of mostly unalive things, so that's cool, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they kind of get the scraps of the big kids. <laughs> it's like when um, there's the kids' table, and then there's the little kids' table. And then there'll just be stuff on the kids' tables, plates that the little kids will just come and steal. <laughs> um, yeah, they're 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 cool. My opinion is they are weak. Why can't they hunt for their own food? Well, because most of them are either birds. Why can't they hunt for their own food? No, no, they are they are weak. They should be able to hunt on their own. This is disgusting. <laughs> I'm outraged. I am an advocate <laughs> against scavenger. Brianna's anti-woman and anti-scavenger. I'm joking. I'm joking. I feel like this is your hill you will die on. <laughs> <laughs> they are weak, okay? They need to learn to hunt for themselves. We need to better the earth by teaching scavenger animals how to hunt on their own. And leave the scraps behind. Who cares about those? Wasted food? Who cares? Those are the nasty leftovers that stay in the fridge all week. Get all moldy and gross. You know you're not going to eat them, but you take them home anyway. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Simply Too Many Crumbs. I am, of course, the white but not rich male Eli. And I'm your host, Brianna, objecting on account of hearsay for the 20th time. Come hang out with us again next time. Simply Too Many Crumbs, signing off. <laughs>